0: Welcome to Dark Side Adventures, an 18 and older, not safe for word podcast where we explore the dark side of sex, the world of kink, fetish, and BDSM lifestyle. I don't have as much hair as you
1: <laughs> and now my hair's like flipping back and forth that's the joys of long hair and a top knot ponytail
0: oh my goodness man <laughs> yeah no my hair is all short i see you waving around looking like a, easy. a little squirrel <laughs> squirrel tail back there man everybody welcome welcome episode 14 of dark side adventures man oh. Let, let me go ahead and say that we, of course, are your hosts. I am Edwin. I'm Coco. Oh man, and happy National Learn About Butterflies Day!
1: Yay! Um,
0: yeah, woo! Get to see those uh, you know those things with wings flutter around with their different colors and uh, different forms, and going from weird worm things to to beautiful butterflies.
1: Yeah, do you want to do you want to learn? A couple facts about butterflies tonight, Edwin.
0: Yeah, please.
1: Okay, so the, the first one is that butterfly wings are actually transparent. What? So, yeah. So, the wings of a butterfly are covered in a multitude of mul- miniature scales, like thousands of them. And those colors you see when a butterfly like flies across are the reflections of various colors on its scales. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that until tonight either.
0: That that wouldn't make sense because there's like that thing I just remembered where it says like they can land on things and like take like the color of whatever it is that it lands on. Sometimes yeah.
1: that's crazy. Another good, interesting fact. Excuse me, is that butterflies use their feet to taste? What? Yep.
0: Mmm. Uh, tree. I, I don't know. I'm like. <laughs> uh. I I don't know. Like, they use their... I guess, like, they... Sm- do. Okay, so what do they use to smell?
1: Um, it doesn't tell me. I, so, it, it does say, uh, Butterfly's daily activities consist of eating and mating, both of which require landing, even if it's only briefly. When food is the priority, those taste receptors help the butterfly locate the right plants and the key nutrients it needs for survival.
0: Oh. Well... Um, it's a good thing I'm human. I know everything is normal for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> normal to a human, at least.
0: Yeah, I don't um, have to taste with my feet or you know yeah. you smell with like my ears or something weird like that. So, uh, um, I don't know.
1: And but yeah, do you want to one one last fact? Do you know the most common butterfly in the U.S.?
0: The most common butterfly in the U.S. Is this like a trick question? No, I
1: I just want to hear your guess
0: the american butterfly
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's a cabbage white
0: a cabbage white butterfly
1: yes it's named mostly for white markings uh when with hints of yellow and green like the vegetable
0: Mm.
1: it may not be the most colorful butterfly in your garden your young yard but it's the most common oh yeah
0: Oh okay, well I've learned something new
1: there you go there's some butterfly facts for you to white learn out on
0: cabbage
1: yes
0: I might have to make a shirt this is white cabbage just have like a butterfly <laughs> on
1: it. oh no no sorry otherwise cabbage white
0: oh excuse me cabbage white butterfly let me put yes. some respect on it yes uh, <laughs> oh man like uh, uh, <sighs> welcome back you already know what's been uh how's life been what's been going on?
1: Um, I did a whole lot of nothing today. Um, hmm. I slept in, had a bath, did a little bit of editing, laid on my floor in a cocoon like a butterfly. I <laughs> even did that. Be- like, I sent Pua a message, like, I made a cocoon in my living room and I'm too lazy <laughs> to type so you can see a video. <laughs> like, even before I knew it was learned about butterfly days. So, um, yeah. You were embodying
0: the spirit of the I butterfly. I was.
1: I was so that's that's what I have done recently.
0: Well, that's i mean uh, everything the everything and I was like, you don't have any animals or maybe like fish no, or something, but
1: I'm not allowed any animals, and I'm very sad about it.
0: yeah, I mean, I
1: came, I came home the other day for master assassin and I had been wearing a black dress i had laid on the couch with my head in his lap and you could see which side i had laid on because it was all covered in his dog's hair <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man hazards uh, of having a dog what what kind of dog is
1: it uh charlie is a german shepherd
0: oh wow he's a big one.
1: she has a bigan
0: oh, dude i love the, uh, german shepherds are like when do you see them they're like, okay, they call, they're they just canines, you know, they're like little kids, but yeah. um, you don't realize how big they are until you just see small dogs. like
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you used to see like the cute little rascals run around the neighborhood and then like all of a sudden you see like this like, you know, huge dude walking his German shepherd or if it's a black dude, you know, normally it's like a pit bull or you know, a Rottweiler or something like that. So, yeah.
1: man. See, German shepherds to me, like, I mean, to be fair, I grew up with like labs and great danes and st bernard so i grew up with big dogs uh so the german shepherd's not that big to me in comparison to you know the great dane that is six months old and oh yeah taller than me yeah already like
0: <laughs> uh up to your shoulders and shit like yeah yeah like, excuse me sir you gotta stop stop growing
1: yeah i've tried that it doesn't work also, doesn't work with my siblings or my nieces and nephews. I'm still a short one, and they're still taller than me. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Lord help them. Anyway. Uh, uh. <laughs> Anyways, what's going on with you? What did you do today?
0: Oh, man. Today has just been kind of real chill. Um, uh, uh, Coco knew yesterday that I had, like, a, a huge case of, like, soul beer. But it was, like, soul chilada and, like, lime. And like I took that first sip and I like almost spit that shit out. And I was like, oh my god, it tastes so salty for like a beer. And so I finally I was like, man, I'm just gonna throw some ice cubes in it and see what happens. And sure enough, it turned out great. So, uh, cheers to that. Um okay. I should have did more justice uh, for the other lady and got her candle out the truck. Uh, is what I should have did, but it's okay. We'll definitely get her on the next time. Somebody to kind of get you guys up to speed. Somebody actually donated a candle um, to dark side adventure so i'm gonna burn it for him and uh you know give him a little clout there they, they definitely deserve it so uh That's shout funny. out uh, shout out mallory i think it's mallory candles so or malloy uh, i'm sorry if i butchered it right now but you'll get another shout out the right way so uh,
1: we'll do it correctly next time
0: definitely but uh speeding up to the day um I just kind of got a few things organized for Dark Side Adventures. Woo-hoo. Uh posted a little bit. So y'all I'm sure if y'all haven't checked out the Twitter, we're just kind of posting the episodes.
1: Dark S Adventures.
0: Yeah, Dark S Adventures. Thank you for the shameless plug.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: <laughs> um we I'm sure we there's more things to post, but uh with that, you know, there's already a lot of people posting like BDSM stuff. So I figure whenever we find the, the what we consider the goods or the diamonds in the rough, uh, we just you know repost those. So, yeah. Uh, but other than that, uh, just been hanging out, I haven't really checked anything. I was supposed to check all of my 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 funds, but I didn't do that today. So I'll I'll do that later.
1: It happens.
0: I didn't get my my morning coffee though, so that was very important.
1: Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, I did not have morning coffee, but we all know that Coco does not drink.
0: Coffee. Yeah, yeah, not true. You got, yeah. out oh, they're getting the jitters. Like I can't do it.
1: Ah. it's bad enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, um.
1: So what are we talking about today, Edwin?
0: Oh man, let's actually let's just run a quick recap. Okay. So last last episode we were talking about, um, like basically, uh, uh high, the highs and lows is what I like to call them. But, um, you know, spaces. Um, Frenzies and even like drops And you know um, Just the different ways that can happen But with that uh, Tonight we're going to kind of I feel like it's a starting point Of all sexual adventures We're getting into our
1: first technical kink
0: Yeah technical kink Uh, It's really going to be Tease, denial And control Um, So uh, I mean we we obviously have like um uh notes or not necessarily notes, but we have uh things that we wanna cover, but I'm sure a lot of this is gonna be off of prior knowledge and maybe uh one or two stories
1: guess, yes yes <laughs> uh warning to the siblings of mine who do listen to this episode there's gonna be stories,
0: yeah, we all have our we all have our goods and bads. Like, I'd be the first one to, like... Oh, man, you'll hear one of my. You'll probably laugh, but... Uh, so, uh, tease and denial. Um, actually, tease denial and control since they're all three in one.
1: Yeah. Uh, what is it? Well, teasing seems, you know, to me pretty clear. You're teasing your partner back and forth, getting um, kind of aroused, and... um Lots of fun in, like, a public place where they can't really do anything. Um, mm-hmm. And then you're kind of getting them all worked up. And then you're denying them and saying, no, can't have this right now. Or you can't do that right now. Or you can't even orgasm right now. Um, plays really well into power control relationships. Um, mm-hmm. It's incredibly hot. Um, And then control, when we talk about that, we're talking specifically about orgasm control. Mm -hmm. Um, So, which is where one partner gives up the control or the quote unquote right to have an orgasm without the other partner's permission. Mm -hmm. Some of people will even go as far as being able to masturbate without the other person's permission.
0: Hmm. And I mean, that's just another form of like you know, slight rules in there depending on your dynamic. So, um, but I I really think you kind of hit that on the head. There's, I mean, I can't really go around that. Um, but no, I agree with you. Like, um, just being in control of of just everything. And there's obviously like different ways to tease, or, or I guess should we kind of define what teasing is, or, or ways to tease.
1: Yeah. Definitely go for it. Tell us some way to tease.
0: So for teasing, there's a few ways. Like I guess the first form of like teasing is always touch. Um, it could even be eye contact sometimes, but normally it's touch because um, you know, and and any type of, of of touch sends those those that that it's almost like a vibration, like depending on if you're receptive to it or not. Um, you know, it, your body kind of opens up, you know, you get those endorphins going and then, you know, you start, you know, uh, getting turned on in a sense, depending on how they're touching you. Or sometimes, you know, for some people, like all it takes is, you know, one finger, some people it's, you know, a little bit, um, you know, rougher. And I'm just talking about like, just like with your clothes on, just like a simple touch, like a
1: brush of the hands, like playing with somebody's hair, rubbing somebody's neck, um, a whisper in somebody's ear something like that
0: yeah that's that's a a, a good tease now a more like um you know uh, naughty, a tease. More
1: naughty
0: tease. yeah more naughty tease. which some people do uh is you know the basics which is like the slap on slap on the butt um <laughs> some people grab boobs um you know flashing
1: um, brushing against genitalia
0: Mm-hmm, those parts, some people just go ahead and put their hands on it, um, <laughs> just like you know, maybe grabbing their neck or maybe pinning them up against the wall. You know, that's a little bit more of a a, a tease type thing. You know, it's mm-hmm. like you know, put your put your hand on their mouth and just shh. Yep, that right there. And then there's the more like cruel type of teasing where it's like you know, um, you know, saying dirty words to the person that turned them on, you know, uh, uh or the age of sexting <laughs> as, as well as a few other things. So I wouldn't be surprised if dirty sex, dirty text messages get sent across where, you know, you just kind of saying these, these verbal naughty things to the other person to turn them on. Or some people like, you know, the, the flip side where, you know, they're being called, you know, certain, certain names, um, some respectful and some disrespectful, um, that are turned on to different people. So, um, with that, there's just different ways to tease, and that kind of I feel encompasses uh, teasing into one.
1: Definitely, definitely. You can even, you can even go as far as um, stimulating your partner's and your partner's genitalia, and then just stopping, mm-hmm. getting them all wanting for more, and then stopping and being like later. Or if you're brazen, like grabbing something in public or playing with something in public, and then being like, well, maybe later in private, or You're gonna get caught, so we can't do this right now, or something like that is also another form of teasing. Mm.
0: So, uh, I mean, it's just to to just whatever kind of scene, I guess, you're trying to, you know, create. Um, In my personal opinion, I feel like we all like some form of teasing. Um, You know, some of it for turn on, some of it for dissatisfaction. Um, So that's ways to look at it but uh, denial <laughs> yeah so <laughs> you just shake a, I just yeah i know i agree head. with you yeah sometimes all you can do is just shake your head so <laughs> i i'm gonna go ahead and say we all think some form of denial is hot um you know whether it be in sexual form or you know physical form material form um something about that delayed gratification is is worth it. Um, you know, like Coco was saying, like if you're in public and y'all are, you know, maybe just kind of talking in the car and all of a sudden, you know, um, you know, the dominant gets, gets the urge to be like, you know what? I'm about to go home. I'm about to make this a good one. I'm going to go ahead and start teasing her. Well, doing little things like, you know, whispering in her ear nibbling on her ear, you know, telling her bad things. Um, you know, sometimes you start getting into. I mean, we haven't covered it yet, but it's on the list. Um, you know, exhibitionism, where you know maybe they'll tell you, "Hey, uh, pull down your pants in the car,"
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you know, um, touch places, <laughs> or or have them touch the the dominance places. Um, we all have heard of you know the 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 roadhead. <laughs> so there's different ways to to tease a denial, but. You can also make it to where nobody finishes until they get home. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, you don't finish until, you know, on command.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Something like that. Or wait so.
1: until I finish. Or there's a lot of ways. To, or even even you can go with, you know, put your hands up on the headboard and don't move them. You can't touch me while I'm touching you. Or you can't, you know, you can take away other senses beyond just Sexual gratification.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also not just make it like a quick thing. It could be, you know, a twenty-four hour thing, or sometimes it's like you know days. You know that 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 I figured we were going to touch on edging, so yes. <laughs> uh, since we're already here, uh, your thoughts? It's a
1: awful, awful beast. Um- <laughs> <laughs> So what edging is, is um, bringing yourself to the brink of an orgasm and stopping before you orgasm to let yourself kind of calm back down and not be so close. And then you do it again and again and again as many times Mm -hmm. as you've as you want or you've been instructed to do before orgasming if you're even allowed to orgasm if you're playing that way
0: yeah um and it's a very very rude game <laughs> uh very unforgiving yeah uh because i mean for you know for guys, it's like you know you you get that feeling, especially we all know what blue balls feels like like come on like that that pain is like no other pain in this world, but for you to like just be horny all the time and you just can't really do anything about it, like you know. Or say, like, you know, depending on your dynamic, you know, you can't touch yourself, you know, or something like that. Like, that would drive, you know, any man crazy or, you know, vice versa with a, you know, a young lady where it's, you know, she's been, you know, she's had her dominant, you know, send her dirty messages or dirty talking for a couple of days or, you know, just laying right next to them naked, just doing little things like that to, like, make it real hard where it's like, man, I could have sex right now, but, you know, you can't touch them or whatever it is. So, um, That's, you know, that's little ways to just kind of start the edging process, but then they can't do anything. They can't masturbate. They can't look at anything. Or sometimes you're sending them visual messages or, um, yeah, (laughs) visual representation of sexual items. And that, you know, turns them on to the point where, you know, they can't do anything about it. You know, you can have them rub themselves or touch themselves until, like she said, the brink of orgasm, but can't actually orgasm, which causes, you know, the worst of the worst, which is frustration.
1: And it can it can be incredibly sexually satisfying to hold off and to wait. I've been told, men that like I've been told by men that do this that it it brings on a more intense and more I think the words they used was fuller orgasm. Um, It's. You can do that with women as well. It, it is. It's more intense. And I think I mean you can depending on how long you do it, you can go for short amounts, you can go for long amounts, you can you can go where you are edging, or you can go where you're abstinent until you're with your partner. And it doesn't always like hold you in a complete state of like constant corny frenzy. Mm-hmm. Um it, your body will become accustomed to it and it's not as crazy as when you begin but it it is definitely frustrating especially if you're just starting out with it.
0: Mhm. And um you know you just kind of got to play around with it like sometimes you'll last and you know sometimes you will accidentally um you know orgasm and you know that takes you into like nocturnal emissions uh but you know, we haven't really talked about what dreams or anything, so. Yeah. Um, but to kind of bring it back there, you know, that's that's basically what edging is. And then, um, you know, edging kind of falls under the orgasm control as a whole. So um, all you're really doing is just, you know, controlling the other person's orgasms, telling them when they can, when they can't. Um, you know, sometimes you can set up like a, you know, a point system. Like, you know, if you complete all the points for this week, um, you know, you get the orgasm or... Um, you know, maybe I only get mine and you get yours. You know, uh, three, four times a week, sometimes like that. So, mm-hmm. there's just different ways that you can do, you know, like So, yeah.
1: it this is all based around what you enjoy in your dynamic. So, mm-hmm. you can play it where you just trust your partner, or you can play it where they're in a chastity device, um, mm-hmm. under lock and key. And the only time they're allowed to orgasm is when you take it off or something like that. So there's a lot of ways to do orgasm control and tease and denial. Um, it it's all tailored around your your dynamic and your partnership and what you enjoy. Cause some people enjoy long stints of orgasm denial, where some people like short stints because they find it arousing, but mm, if it goes beyond a certain amount of time, they're they're done with it. Mhm. So.
0: Um, so that kind of brings us to the second part. Um, well, I guess the second
1: our second know, top p- topic point.
0: Yeah, our point, our second point here, which the goods and the bads. <laughs> um. Oh man, I'm gonna go. Do you want to do the goods, and I'll do the beds?
1: Oh, um. Yeah, we can do that. Um, so some of the goods are, um, so Master and I do, he does exhibit orgasm control over me, and I find it incredibly satisfying. Um, I like the pressure of not having to decide. Um, Mm -hmm. it gives me structure. To knowing that he's in charge of it. And it makes things a lot more sensitive when all I do is edge. Um, mm. and
0: A little bit more tingly, huh? A
1: little more tingly. And then it makes <sighs> it makes each orgasm that much better. Because it's, I don't want to use the word special, but it's like, it's something I've earned rather than just, you know, I was there masturbating and there one was um it some other goods, um I can't think of any others off the top of my head. I know there's more. there's many, there's many. I'm gonna go with that for a minute and think, will you tell us some bads?
0: okay, uh, so some bads. um, I know yesterday we kind of like touched on. Touched on addiction a little bit But without uh, Without it being like an addiction Addiction it starts to get Addicting after a while that feeling of Like always having those like That it's almost like a running high Of these like endorphins you know These this horny endorphin um, You know I, I equate it to like you know a 16 year old boy running around you know <laughs> He's just you know ready to go All the time but uh, No it's true like you know, you're know, you always running high, you just can't wait to get that next release, and then the bad part is, is that's all you can think about, you know, you uh you know, you have other things to do but you're so, like, all your thoughts, all your focus is like, I just need to you know, release, I just need to, like, you know, get one out, or whatever it is, so it starts to get addicting, and, you know, depending on you know, if it's, like, more of a masturbation thing, and you're not, like, in a um you, uh, you know, like, a dynamic type thing, it starts to get it could get out of hand and, you know, obviously you have to look up things to get that fix. Uh, So you could start, you know, God forbid a porn addiction, which I mean, it's, it's more normal, I guess now, now more, it's more normal nowadays for some reason. Um, And I I guess we'll have to maybe do like a show on that, but uh, yeah, like, so that's kind of one, part, if it could get out of hand is all I'm saying. So uh, make sure you obviously like set limits or, you know, limit yourself. You don't want to overdo it. Um, Number two, um, obviously whenever you start backing things up um, or or not letting things do what they're normally supposed to do, bad things start to happen. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, obviously it's your body and you want to make sure that your body is okay. But if you start I I would say like start like holding it in or start edging, you know, too much, you know, you almost start to train that sexual organ to uh, do that, which in some cases it's definitely not supposed to do that. it's supposed to just release essentially. So um
1: well, and I'm I'm pretty sure in males it can be like not releasing for a long time can be bad on the prostate. That's why uh-huh. I know a lot of people who a lot of men who are in long-term chastity, they end up doing what's called prostate milking which uh-huh. releases the ejaculate without an orgasm.
0: Uh-huh. Um, so that's that's another thing with it. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. Uh, taking it too far. Uh, so what I mean by that is like let's say you know you have things that you need to do but all day you're just it <laughs> becomes
1: destructive to destructive it, it, to your normal life.
0: Yes, you know, all day you're like, okay, I got just just edge a little bit more, and then you know you get to that edging spot, and you're like, okay, I'm relaxing, and then it just comes back again. You're like, okay, just just one more, just one more, and so you know it really does start to get um, a little destructive to your life, and you know, like I said, at some point, you know, you're gonna crash. <laughs> you think those endorphins are gonna last you know uh that whole time no eventually you're gonna crash and we we kind of talked about that yesterday, which you know after an orgasm sometimes you know we all drop a little bit I would say so just prepare for that drop for riding it high for that long
1: absolutely um it's incredibly imperative that you communicate and you communicate well with your partner while doing this and I think that's another good because it really opens up another level of communication Uh and relationships like communication, relationship communication in relationships is so important. Um, It is like the foundation of a relationship or one of them in my mind. And so being able to have that conversation with your partner of when it's too much and you're just done, and when it's just frustrating and when it's enjoyable to be able to make the most out of the uh, situation that you can. hmm
0: I agree. Um, any extra goods?
1: Um, I enjoy the fact that, like, each orgasm is kind of a surprise because... Tease and denial isn't always about seeing, saying no. Uh-huh. It's about having the option of them saying no or the option to say yes, and you, as the person being denied or being controlled, doesn't have a say in that. So it's um, it's about that control, which is part of what I like about BDSM in general. But uh-huh. it's it's one of those one of the things I like in this as well. Giving up that tr- control, and letting them have that control, and that say of whether yes, an orgasm is is there or is like allowed, or nope, you're gonna wait a little bit longer, or you're just gonna be done for the day and not have one. hmm
0: No, I, I I completely agree. It's that just that overall control. Um, I realized how powerful it was until like. I got into more and more media situations, not even relationships, just situations. So, Um, uh, and some, I guess this kind of takes it off the rail, but some people could just come on command, like, (laughs) you know, things like that.
1: Mm -hmm. I know people that train themselves to be able to like come on a countdown. Like somebody will count like five, four, three, two, one, or from 10 or from three or up or whatever. And they'll, the orgasm on that number
0: okay i mean i guess we kind of covered a good amount there on that that i think think
1: we sure did um do you have any examples or do you want to tell people i mean i kind of touched on why i enjoy it but do you want to touch on some of those Evan? uh
0: yeah so why i enjoy it um It's just because being able to like have that control, because that's one of like you know the biggest driving factors for being a human. You know, is obviously like that sexual energy. So being able to like you know help control that person or or establish dominance over that person with, you know, sometimes just words or you know actions is is you know can be obviously like very rewarding and very hot. Um, You know, I I like dirty talking. That's one of my faves. Uh, So it definitely kind of you know comes through that or you know i can channel it through that per se um but examples um i mean dirty talking is already one so just you know i, I kind of said it earlier like put your hand over your mouth and just kind of say shh and then it just kind of like sets the tone um you know uh, some girls like a rough some girls do so you know hand on the neck maybe like slap their boob you'd be surprised like slapping the boob actually works i, I did believe it but yeah uh what else if you just want like a um like an like in the car tease uh, i usually have like a bag with me like not like it's not my road bag you've seen it uh it's normally just like a little like carrier bag uh but i decided like to get a a portable like vibrator and so that way it's kind of like i can tease it while i get in the car or just anywhere i am so i always have it um so that's kind of one of the ways, and that's also kind of putting it on display, you know, publicly as far as exhibitionism. So it adds another hot layer to it. Um, yeah, that's uh, those are some of my examples because I've I've done those. So, uh, well, do you have any
1: stories you wanted to share?
0: Um. Mm, Oh man, so there's well, I guess this one's not really like it's not really too sexual. It
1: doesn't have to be raunchy. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So I was I was hanging out with one of my friends. Uh, it was it was Mister N and and Tall or, or Red, as my friends would call her. Uh, yeah, you know who I'm it, talking I know, about. I
1: know who you're talking about. Good old uh, yeah, Mister so N.
0: N. Yeah, Mister N. And so Mister N was driving and me and uh red were sitting in the back and we were just kind of like talking and I was like I have my rope bag with me. He was like, "What?" He was like, "For real?" I was like, "Yeah." I was like I, I bring it, you know, just in case. And so red was like, "Well, I've never been tied while driving before." So, of course, challenge accepted. <laughs> uh- <laughs> so, uh I literally was, you know, tying red in the back seat of the car. Um, you know, Tied her first with the chest harness, and you know, pulled her arms back and tied her to the car seat while driving. Uh, and but I could see, like, in the face, like she was very turned on. Like, it, I, I I didn't reach to know if it was uh if uh, if there was a puddle, but I would I would highly assume there. But um, yeah, just like that's one of the examples that I have. That's one of my like fond memories of doing rope. So
1: yeah, it's a good story. I hadn't heard that story before.
0: Yeah, that's a new
1: one. <laughs> I didn't know the three of you had hung out.
0: Oh, that, yo, I gotta tell you about that one of these days. Like that, well, nothing like happened, but like,
1: it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay,
0: <laughs> okay. Sorry, All right, back on topic. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, back on
1: check. <laughs> oh um,
0: man, reminiscing of the old days. So look, what about you? The old
1: days. Why,
0: uh, um, you got any examples, or I mean, you already talking about why you enjoy yeah,
1: it? Yeah, so. um examples i um i like you said like i said in the last one master has like this like octave this like tone he uses with a little growl and so like every time we hear that like that out in public in his room in his living room while he's playing with his dog like anytime that tone's directed at me it's like oh yes uh-huh. um <laughs> Um, so that's always a good one I love my hair being played with so like you know they'll just sit there and play with my hair and especially if they, like get there at the base and give a little tug um, uh-huh. my master has a beard and he'll get like scruffy and so like he'll lean into my neck sometimes and like brush against it which gives me shivers and goosebumps um, <laughs> I'm so i will be the first to admit that i'm i'm kind of oblivious in sexual situations um like
0: this right over your head yeah
1: yeah so um a stupid story one story to highlight that um i was how was just recently actually i was giving master a back rub, like which can be a whole form of like tease and like tease and denial to me is like an incredible form of foreplay and edwin and i have talked that foreplay is so underrated so Uh underrated but so like anytime you can like touch your partner's skin can be incredibly erratic and um large span expanses of skin can be super erratic and super like good foreplay Anyways, so I was giving him a back rub because he had been complaining about like his shoulders hurting and his neck hurting. So I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm just gonna give him a back rub." And then I finished the back rub, and he like rolled over and and like we started cuddling. I was like, "Oh, it's cuddling time!" So we just I was just like laying there cuddling, and we were talking, and my hands like sitting on his chest, and like finally he got tired and he just like moved my hand down. I was like, "Oh, yeah. that's happening oh. now." <laughs> <Yeah>. He says, said- <laughs> "Shh." And he's like what, what did you expect and i was like i don't know
0: you can't just be rubbing their hands No, <laughs> he do he do
1: so um oh. like i said i'm kind of oblivious in those situations and um like i said before i'm a klutz and i'm it all just goes over my head so like when I try to like be seductive and like try to tease people, it normally ends up with me like stumbling or like spilling something down my shirt. Like one time I went on a date and I like with master and I got like all dressed up. I wear this like flirty little dress and I put makeup on and I did my hair how he likes it. And I have a braid that's his. So I wear his braid in my hair and I put that on display and like, I had all my hair on the other side so he could see it, and I was in like I was like, "Oh, we're gonna have a sexy night," and I'm like trying to be like all attractive and flirty and kind of teasy all night, and then I spilled stuff all down my dress. Oh no! Because I'm just that person, <laughs> klutz. <laughs> yes. Um, so he's with me for better or worse. He stuck with that. He chose me. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Yes so I don't have any great stories like you do. I'm kind of the opposite of those awkward, humiliating stories
0: <laughs> oh, man. oh man oh well, I've had like okay, I had like a uh, a bad one a not so uh a not so manly story, so uh, there was like one chick like invited me to her apartment, and like I assumed I was gonna uh rock the boat, as we say. Uh so you know we're in a room and like you know I take my shirt off and like it's getting hot and, like you know she's I don't know she basically like was trying to like wrestle me is what it felt like for like 20 minutes. And let's just say it got a little too hot and uh yeah, right in my old pets. <laughs> uh stories like that, like uh it's not the best, but you know what, like but this happened like when I was like twenty five or twenty six, so it was it was a, a lot of time ago. But man, like What's- that was one of those times where it just got like real hot and heavy, and like I was really horny, and I'm sure she was ready to go too. But um, yeah. you know, it just kind of got a little overstimulation, I guess is is another thing. So I could go in the bad as well, uh, but but yeah, that was that's. That's one of my stories.
1: God, I'm not the only one. And I know I'm not the only one, but like those are just the my like awkward stories are the ones that just like come to mind when I think of it. So <sighs> and I figure if I'm the one sharing them, then no one else can embarrass me with them.
0: Right. So. do you remember you did this? Remember that
1: time?
0: Yes, <laughs> <sighs> oh, sir. I do. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. Uh, Well, I mean, that kind of completes a little bit of everything. I mean, there's, I mean, we had pulled an article, but to be honest with you, um, I I guess everybody experiences tease, denial, and control at some point. Um, So, I mean, it's just no different than foreplay. I I figured we were going to originally turn it into a foreplay type thing, but I like that we split this up into a tease, denial, and control because. They agree. all factor into foreplay. So I
1: agree. I agree. It definitely when it gives you it gives you the listeners kind of a moment to kind of break it down and process it and be like, okay, so this is what this is before we continue to flood you with even more information. It's less a fire hydrant to the face and more like a garden hose.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, with um, with any podcast or any like channel type thing, you know, we're all going to talk about different things. Um, so, you know, we could be kind of like, you know, hitting it or putting references for you and somebody else kind of giving you the in-depth, you know, so it definitely works out. So there's, you know, um, we don't, once again, we don't know everything.
1: Absolutely not.
0: But, uh, we, we can cover it enough or have done enough of it to, you know, be able to talk about it. So, um, man, like any, any last words,
1: um, enjoy yourself. Oh, yeah. Enjoy yourself. Always enjoy yourself. I've said it before. Life is about learning. Life is about enjoying yourself. Life is about having fun. It's about those adventures, um, which is why all of I call everything an adventure. Um, so enjoy the adventures. Enjoy learning. If you don't like it, don't do it and say it. Be your own advocate. Mm -hmm. I've said it before. Be your own advocate for safety. Be your own advocate for what you enjoy. Be your own advocate for what you don't enjoy. Because nobody else is going to do it for you.
0: I agree with that. Um, That, I mean, you kind of hit that on the head there. Uh, Ooh, last thing. Don't
1: be afraid to try Uh, it. It may feel intimidating, but give it a shot.
0: Um. I'm just going to go ahead and say, like, um, just slow down. And I agree with you. Like, enjoy it. Uh, Like, foreplay is supposed to be, like, you know, the one thing where you can kind of, you know, relax and kind of get into the mood. Well, I mean, sometimes it gets hot and heavy. Like, you know, maybe both of y'all, like I said last time, like, accidentally, you know, uh, orgasm before y'all have intercourse, which is 100% okay. You know, sex isn't all about intercourse.
1: That's correct.
0: So, Uh, You know, just kind of try things and, you know, be open to try things. Um, And, you know, obviously, like, you know, Coco was saying, make sure you communicate to your partner if you like something, if you don't like something. Um, You know, because at the end of the day, if both people are getting satisfaction, it's kind of a one way street. So uh, that's all I got to say.
1: That was a good final remark.
0: Man, Uh, I know last time I had a long one, but this time you hit it. You hit it on the head.
1: Well Means we're on the same wave, same wavelength.
0: <laughs> True, man. So, uh, you want to do any shameless plugs?
1: Yes, let me throw some shameless plugs out there. Find us on Twitter, Dark S Adventures. Find us on Reddit, SoundPod, Spotify, Podbean, Podbean, at, oh, and SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah at dark side adventures
0: yeah <laughs> or if you have
1: any comments have any concerns any topics you want us to reach have any cool articles for us to research or hell if you want to be on the podcast give us yep. a shout our email is our dark at gmail.com
0: yes ma'am uh, oh uh, man well we are your hosts of course i am edwin
1: i'm coco and this, is, and
0: this has been. The,
1: go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, this has been Dark Side Adventures, episode 14. Woo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. We will definitely see y'all for the next one.
1: Adios. Bye.